With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hello and welcome. It's our number one, hour one of the podcast, the Ben Maller Show On Demand. Whenever you want to hear the show, any part of the show, it's all available here with limited commercial interruption and, as an added bonus, lots of profanity, at least the profanity that made it on the air. So the NBA Finals, Game 5, Heat and Nuggets, and turn out the lights, the party's over. What's your takeaway from the Nuggets, the Denver Nuggets, the champions of the NBA? You can say you live long enough to see the Nuggets win the title. Also, is this the end, the legend that had become playoff Jimmy for the Miami Heat? And are the Nuggets now on the cusp of a burgeoning NBA dynasty, as many people like to say? Well, those are the media. We'll talk about that and much more right now. Here it is, our number one. A Rocky Mountain High welcome. Come in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. Homeboys hanging out as we chill out together where imagination comes to life. Coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and massively powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From the oop, the alley oop of the overnight, the hallowed hallways of FSR. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be, and I'm very confident that my man Mark will let me know the live commercial read, which will not sound like a live commercial read uh, later on. Uh, I do not know that, but Mark will let me know at some point here, and then we'll have a live commercial read coming up in a couple minutes. But our lead this hour, 
Coming from the Mile High City. That's the start. Play the hits, my man. Play the hits. All right. Game five of the finals, and it was on. Would this be the final game? Denver needing one more win. The Joker and the Nuggets, one win away from the title. And Jimmy Buckets in the heat facing their last supper. If they did not win, that was the setup. Denver, a sizable favorite, although they opened up in some places a 10-point favorite, down to 8.5 or so by the time the game began in Colorado. And did you watch, based on the ratings, the numbers have gone down. There are not as many people watching, or at least there were not as many people watching the game on Friday. The audience had waned. The interest had waned. Not in Denver, of course, where we are bloviating the nighttime away there as that the epicenter of the NBA. So if you didn't watch, Nikola Jokic, getting it done. Uh, although he didn't have an amazing, you know, 50-point, 40-rebound type game, but Nikola Jokic, 28 points, 16 rebounds, and four assists, and the Nuggets rally back. They were down by double digits. They rallied back in the second half and beat the Heat and turn out the lights. The party's over for Miami as Denver wins by five. So if you bet – on the Heat, plus the points, you won the bet. But Denver wins the hunk of metal. They win the hunk of metal. 47 years in Colorado as an NBA franchise and a bupkis. But now here they are standing atop the Rocky Mountain as the champions of professional basketball. So let us discuss the question, what are your initial takeaways from the Nuggets being crowned NBA champions. So I've got trumpet, Looney Tunes, and Ferris wheel. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make a plate of Rocky Mountain oysters, which you might remember a couple years ago in that whole bubble thing. I had to eat Rocky Mountain oysters because uh, I bet against the Nuggets, and it, it did not go well for me. At that point. So when you ask the question, what are the takeaways from the Nuggets being crowned the champions of the NBA? So we'll start with number one. There we go. It's a bit delayed, but we got it. We got it, and that's all that matters. So Nikola Jokic, we'll start with that. He got railroaded out of the regular season MVP award. It was one of the most fugazi things we've seen in some time in basketball. That's saying something. The Joel Embiid chatter. There were people, people who seemingly know what they're talking about, who claimed, you can't give Nikola Jokic a third consecutive MVP because that'll put him on the all-time great list. Uh, okay, uh, how did that go? Dum da dum 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 uh, Yeah, not, uh, not good there. And now... It is like a parade of clowns. How perfect is it? Jokic goes out there, dominates the NBA playoffs. Nuggets win the required 16 games to win the NBA championship. And he's out there in Denver, and you've got ABC's Mark Jackson, who didn't even have Nikola Jokic on his MVP ballot. You've got Lisa Salters, who claimed in an interview that she'd never even seen Jokic play uh, and uh, you got all these bozos there on these national TV outfits. It was a major flex 
Major flex by Nikola Jokic, obviously. But instead of the regular season hardware, he picked up a massive playoff goodie bag, a really big playoff goodie bag, clicking on all cylinders. Jokic, what he's really doing is like he's playing the trumpet. Right, he's, It's like he's in the best damn band in the land, and he dotted the I. Not in Ohio, in champion in this particular series and all that comes with that. And so he gets a victory lap. Jamal Murray, a fine Canadian lad. Also, after a couple of gnarly injuries years ago, he gets to celebrate. And uh, and then, how about how about the coach? About the, which is it's a, a blessing and a curse, right? When you're an NBA coach and you win a championship, and Michael Malone, Hardo, NBA coach, uh, fired in Sacramento, which ought to be a prerequisite to getting a better job when you're fired in Sacramento. But you look around, this guy spent like 20 plus years as an assistant coach, working his way up the ranks, becomes a head coach. So now the blessing is you've won a championship. The curse is your job security just took a tremendous hit and that Michael Malone might want to sell his house at this point or at least see what the real estate market is like there in Denver. So, oh, there's no way. The Nuggets are never going to get rid of Michael Malone. What are you talking about? Okay, uh, go contact Coach Bud and the male nurse and see how that went, see how that job security went after winning a championship. But Denver was so much Better. They were measurably better than Miami in this series. It was a huge mismatch. And unlike the previous series the Heat had played in where it didn't translate, it translated here. The Nuggets, they didn't play perfect in every game, but that's really an example of how dominant they were. The Celtics didn't play well against Miami. They lost. Denver didn't play well in in this game. They, they still won in this game. They didn't play well in game two. They still had a chance to win a game to miserable game by the Nuggets for the most part. Closeout game. They still end up in the winner's circle. They missed 10 foul shots, 23 missed three-point shots, clankety-clank. This was textbook tight tookus syndrome by the Denver Nuggets, and it didn't matter, right? They, they had a one-way ticket to Panic City, and they still ended up winning the game and winning the championship and all of that was just subterfuge. Now, page two here. Let's go to the losing locker room. Now, that's the story, the losing locker room. So, is this the end of playoff Jimmy? Playoff Jimmy. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to go no on this. It is not the end of playoff Jimmy. Uh, I love the way Jimmy Butler plays. This was not his masterpiece. This was more like a finger-painting and uh, continue to play that way. Perseverance, moxie, grit, all that stuff. It's all great. But clearly, Jimmy Butler met his match in the NBA Finals here. He did not have the afterburners and uh, did not uh, did not have that. But you got to look at the micro and the macro with Jimmy Butler and playoff Jimmy and all that stuff because in this game, he didn't make enough plays for the first 40-plus minutes of the game, still within striking distance in the fourth quarter. But Jimmy Butler... 5 of 18 in the game, not good enough. In the second half, he was 3 of 10. He made some shots late in the game, but it was not enough. He also had a crucial turnover late in the game. But it's really like the Looney Tunes when you talk about Jimmy Butler and uh, this whole episode in his career. Right? It's like the Looney Tunes. What I mean by that is you, you that classic uh, coyote. Sometimes you're the coyote, right? Sometimes you're the roadrunner. Uh, and in this case, he's... 
He's the coyote. He's still trying to figure things out. But in the long term, you still got the macro, right? Jimmy Butler's pretty solid resume on teams that are perceived to be lesser teams in Miami talent-wise. Now, this is the first legitimate title run for Jimmy Butler. Does anyone disagree? Nobody who knows basketball disagree. 2020 was counterfeit. It's played at a resort in Orlando, outside Orlando. They're a Mickey Mouse resort. That was bogus. This is legit. So this is this is something you can can put on your resume there. And in the short term, we'll remember that Jimmy Butler took a ride on the Vomit Comet in this game and several games in the NBA Finals. But long term, the long game, uh, it will not be something that is brought up very much because you look around, there's plenty of the play a blame game. There's plenty of blame to go around for Miami. Uh, and it's a Cinderella story, right? It's a Cinderella story there, and the glass slipper turning back into a crappy shoe there at midnight uh, for a bunch of people. Max Struess, uh, Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson, those guys sucked at a time you cannot suck, combined took 17 three-point shots and made two of them, two of 17 from three-point range, for the star duo, I don't want to say star, the, the, the key reserves and secondary actors for Miami. Two of 17 for three points. How about Bam out of bio? Got off to a big start. Looked like Wilt Chamberlain at the start of the game. In the second half, he took seven shots. He made one of them. He had two more points than you had in the second half. All right, final point. So are the Nuggets now on the cusp of being the next NBA dynasty? Woohoo! No, we're going to go N to the O on this, uh, and I I have already started to see it. Anytime a team wins a championship, it is the boilerplate story that you toss out at any point, right? Any point a team wins, you're like, oh, we're going all the way, and all that. You're going to do it again and again and again and again and again and again and again. again. Uh, But I'm going to go no on that. As Larry David says, uh, eh, I don't think so. And I am never wrong about this stuff, never. Denver will be a perennial contender in the Western Conference for the next several years, but I'm not ready to put them in the dynasty category. Here's Michael Malone, the coach of the Nuggets, commenting, and he's the one that right after the game, before the body was even cold for Miami, uh, he went out there and was talking about coming back and doing it again. But here's the Nuggets head coach. Listen. Pat Riley uh, said something many years ago. I used to have it up on my board when I was a head coach in Sacramento, and it talked about the evolution in this game and how you go from a nobody to an upstart, and you go from an upstart to a winner, and a winner to a contender, and a contender to a champion. And the last step is after you're a champion is to be a dynasty. So we're not satisfied. We accomplished something this franchise has never done before, but we have a lot of young, talented players in that locker room, and I think we just showed through 16 playoff wins um, what we're capable of on the biggest stage in the world. You know what this reminds me of? You know when you were a kid, and I don't know if you, my, my parents were like this, you know, you're not in first grade anymore, Benjamin. You know, and then, and then when, you got to, when you got to second or third grade, you're like, well, you're not, in, you're not in second grade anymore. You're now, you know, whatever. They always push the envelope a little further. That's what Michael Malone's doing. But I have the Nuggets as a perennial contender, but there's a, a large gap. There's a lot you have to traverse in mileage to go from perennial contender to dynasty. Because you got to win three championships in a five- or seven-year period. Now, Denver's got one, so they got five or six years to play with here to win two more championships it's a noble table to get at. 
Uh, and it's a mixed bag because if, you, if you're if you somebody that loves youth, you're like, oh, great, Nikola Jokic is 28, Jamal Murray's 26, Michael Porter Jr., who was spotty, uh, 24 years old. All three are under contract for the next several years, and the Nuggets are expected to give the western part of Colorado to Jamal Murray in a max contract, and that's all great. But there is a caveat on this. And we'll we'll end this diatribe with this. And while I'm not willing to go dynasty for the Denver Nuggets because I'm not a prisoner of the moment, you also have to remember that we are in the era of musical chairs by design. The powers that be at the NBA have designed. You know how in politics you have gerrymandering, which messes with the uh, election and who can win and who can't win. Well, in the NBA, they've done some gerrymandering to try to limit the dynasties, and they, they put guardrails up to prevent dominance. And they want it to be like a fairy wheel. Adam Silver and his henchmen want it to be like a fairy wheel, where you're uh, a Ferris wheel, where you go up and you're the champion and you slowly go back down. It's like a Ferris wheel, up and, and all that. And so you rise up and then you go back down. For example, Denver, because of this success, they're going to have to pay Jamal Murray a big contract based on what they already have. They will be in this Second wave of the tax threshold, which means more restrictions will be tightened on the Nuggets. They will not have the mid-level exemption. Woohoo! I uh, can't add a player that way. They won't be able to stack contracts, aggregate contracts in order to make a trade work out. So pretty much what you got is what you got if you're the Nuggets going forward here. And even if you're able to navigate the hiccups involved in the salary cap rules that are put in to keep you from winning again, you then also go from the hunter to the hunted, which is a much different thing, and you have the winner's curse, which we have seen. Look, Milwaukee won the championship a couple years ago, and this season in the playoffs, the Greek freaks are like, there are no winners, there are no losers. That's how far they've come from winning a championship in Milwaukee. And the same thing can happen to the, to the Denver Nuggets. It is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part of the show, you can join us here at 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. So you have just won an NBA championship. And what is the thing that overwhelmed the Joker? What is it? And also a save that date. We'll take your calls. 877-99 on Fox. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. We'll get to it all, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can be a one percenter. Studies show that more than 244 million American adults listen to the radio each month, but only 1% actually contribute content. You can join that small fraternity of P1s on The Ben Maller Show. It is painless and simple. Just follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason, your news guy, your announcer guy. I'm at Eddie on Fox. And now live from the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. The Nuggets, champions of the NBA, we're yapping about that as the pro bouncy ball postseason is all over. And coming up later this hour, we will have the MLB pick. I'm always a fan favorite. Next hour, for your dancing and dining pleasure, we'll have Maller to the third degree. And if you're with us in hour number three, we will have Mallor's Mountain of Money. Also, Sight the Bite coming up in hour four. If you miss any of this content, it will all be available on demand. The Ben Mallor Show podcast will be up after we are done. So if you miss part of the show, you can hear everything that you missed. And if you liked what you heard, you can hear it again. You can hear it all again. Jason uh, writes in in Kansas City. says, 9 out of 10 on the Mallor monologue. Ben Jokic and Murray have a very good supporting cast. That should contend for quite a while. I'm sure Denver is parting tonight. That's Jason, who used to live in Denver. He just relocated not that long ago to Kansas City. Late night drug tester writes in from Parts Unknown. He says, great monologue. Uh, like you said, the only thing remembered from these NBA finals is how a reporter never saw the eventual MVP play a game. Cannot wait for the Stanley Cup opener in tomorrow's show. Will you just stay tuned for that late night drug tester. You lock in. 
lock in right there. Uh, Brian writes in says, uh, Maller, you can show up for the uh, the Nuggets parade on Thursday in Denver. We'll continue the party until then. Well, speaking of that, I did see some amusing post-game sound from Nikola Jokic, who had two reactions that got my attention. Number one, he was asked about the championship parade, right? This is a big thing, big deal. You get to go out, you parade around, there's a rally, uh, all of that. Uh, Jokic asked the assembled media, he said, when is the parade? And then the reporters responded. One, one of the reporters said, well, it's actually on Thursday. And then Jokic, in his, you could see his mind, that cartoon bubble in his head. And he's like, well, wait a minute. It's Monday night. And that means I got to get through Tuesday and Wednesday. And then it's not till Thursday. And <laughs> Jokic, it's like, uh, is he looking forward to the championship parade? Uh, he pretty much said, no, I need to go home. I need to go home. So he's got that championship series. See, that, that's another warning sign for the Nuggets because now Jokic realizes if the Nuggets win more championships, he's going to be away from home for that much longer. And that flight takes – I think you can get to Mars quicker. I think, I, I think you, you can fly to Mars quicker than you can uh, where the Joker is from in Serbia. I think. I might be wrong on that, but I think they have more direct flights from Denver to Mars than they do from Denver to Serbia. That's a long flight. That's a long time in a plane. And don't you have to buy that in advance? I guess you got Jokic money. You can just charter a flight to to your homeland, and that's it. And the other thing that I thought was amusing is Jokic was asked about the the kudos that he's getting, right? People celebrating him winning, and uh, he he actually grabbed his smartphone on the dais, and he picked up his phone and uh, almost cursed as he looked at the number of messages on his phone as people were trying to celebrate with him, and uh, he did not seem to enjoy that. He uh, came real close to saying the F word. He missed the final syllable of the F word, everything else he got, and said that he would be turning off his his notifications. And it's really the same way. When I have a great monologue, which happens about once a year, my phone blows up. My notifications are uh, people, you finally did it, Ben. You do four monologues a night, and you do it five days a week, and finally you got one right. Congratulations. And I actually have to turn my phone off. It happens about once a year. About once a year, I do a really good monologue, and then people are congratulating me, and I just have to flip the phone off. That's it. I'm, I'm done. Uh, Derek writes in. He says, uh, Stan Kroenke doing his best creepy uh, Maller voice there, not talking into the mic postgame. Yeah, that was a lot. Now, Stan Kroenke is legendary. I, I, I used to be buddies with the late, great Joe McDonald, who was an L.A. sports radio icon, and Joe McDonald knew Stan Kroenke. And he had told me some stories about Stan. Stan hated he, – I, I guess – I don't know. How would you describe Stan Kroenke? I've, I've never actually met him, but I've heard secondhand from people that were around him when he was younger that he's an introvert like me, but he's like next-level introvert. Like, he really despises talking to the media. And I will guarantee you that the NBA said, listen, Stan, 
you big dummy. Your team won a championship. You have to speak. Okay, you have to get up. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care that you're married in the Walmart money stand. You, that's the rule. That's the protocol. Stan, you got to do it. And, uh, right. And then he kind of like bent down and like, it was like weird, just weird, weird thing. But hey, Stan Kroenke, 75 years old and uh, he's got more money. He'll uh, check out with a lot of money in his bank accounts. All right. It is the Ben Maller Show. We'll take some calls here coming up. 877-99 on Fox. Denver stands atop the mountain. They are the champs of the NBA and not Playing along with the narrative. A little Mythbusters on one of the big narratives of this NBA Finals. That has happened as well. But right now, let's get you caught up on everything going on in the overnight. He's putting his headphones on right now. Here he is, the merman, Eddie Garcia. Thank you, Ben. I uh, I listened to the Fifth Hour podcast with our friend Roberto. Yeah, uh, on interesting, On my huh? home yesterday. Yeah. And uh, it still is... Shocking when you hear you guys dropping the f bombs. Oh yes, uh, during right, the yes, podcast yes. because well, yeah. I mean I know we talked that way off the air, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. still when you hear it in a produced form, so to speak, it's sure. still kind of like whoa, whoa. No, no, absolutely, and that's the great thing about podcasts—you yeah. can curse on there. Although, see, you brought that up now, and our friend in Arkansas, Sir Scratch Off. Oh, he's our friend. Well, he's going to fly us to Arkansas for a meet and greet. Oh. But he he does not like the profanity. Is that on, right on the Fifth Hour podcast? Yeah, you, mm. and I, I have limited the profanity. I don't I don't do that much. I limit it. I pick my spots. I hear you. Rare and appropriate. All right. Rare and appropriate. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at two a.m. Eastern, eleven p.m. Pacific. What do you get when you combine a three-time Manager of the Year and a three-time National Sports Writer of the Year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I had an NBA fun fact to pass along. Oh, NBA fun fact. All right. As long as it doesn't sully... My Who Am I game. Go ahead. Uh, I don't think it will, uh, but it may sully something else that you enjoy. Uh, The Denver Nuggets win now means that there's only one team founded before the 1980s to never make it to the NBA Finals, and that would be... The Buffalo Braves. Your Los Angeles Clippers. That means they're due, Eddie. They are. The Clippers are due. They got next. You know what? I've seen the script. You guys can laugh at me all you want. I have seen the script. And I am told by a reliable source that once the Clippers move into the Intuit Dome in mm-hmm. the hood in Inglewood mm-hmm. with the most toilets in the NBA, that <laughs> it's written in they will win the championship. Mm. But they have to have one more year at that dump that used to be called Staples Center. Are they changing the name of that? Didn't that crypto uh, website place go out of business? Yeah. They've got I'm, issues. I'm told the name's going to stand for now. For now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who didn't see that coming, though? Let's be honest. Well, Come on. More importantly, I want to bet. I had a bet with Looney, who used to work here. I had a bet. I he, he said that that arena would change its name by January. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't happen in January. It made it, made it but, uh, made hard to believe the crypto thing's not quite working. Shocking. Out Shocking. That, to the, the moon. The the the, uh, <laughs> the ink on the sign is still wet on the. Uh, yeah. No, but the uh, Clippers are going to win once they move into that new arena. So no, no, I'm not no, worried about not. that. And not then they'll chance. say the longest drought in the NBA. It's all over now. They'll bring back Ralph Lawler from Oregon, where he's retired. They'll bring him oh, back. Bingo! Holy smokers! All right, it is the Ben Maller Show as we continue on this portion of the show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Let's go to the phones. Chris in Houston is on the Ben Maller Show. Hello, Chris. Welcome. Well, it's Chris in California. Oh, California. Yes, sir. I'm in your hood. I don't see you in the building. I'm looking around. I don't, I don't see anyone in the building. Well, I, today was Universal Day. I've been at Universal all day. Dogs are barking. Yeah. You, you know how it goes. Yeah. Deal with all those people. You know, my wife, I don't know. Yeah, my wife is the type that, hey, when you go to a theme park, 
all day. Yeah, well, you got to get your money's worth because they 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 bend you over on the way in. So you got to you got to get your money's worth on that uh, big time. Now, did you go to Moe's Tavern at Universal Studios? Did you have a cold one at Moe's Tavern? Yeah, we went to Moe's Tavern, but got to do have it. A cold one because I brought my own drinks. I ain't crazy. All right, that's a, that's a that's a that's also a very frugal move that I respect. Uh, as well. That's a veteran move because I mean the, you're paying this little bitty. You know, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. The uh, I had the. Uh, it was a waffle, the chicken and waffle sandwich. It was a good sandwich. Yeah, cost you, cost you seven, cost you seventy five dollars, but uh, it was a good sandwich. It was a wonderful. But uh, no, the the key to those amusement parks, I learned this. I, I didn't learn it until I was an adult. It's a good life lesson. You gotta bring your own food. Get a locker. Get a locker if you can. If they, a lot of these places have lockers, I know at Disneyland they have that and all. And you can put your food well, in a locker. Well, I'm, I'm not. Food. I'm not a big bring your food guy because you know I grew up like that with my mom, and I'm like, look here, I ain't doing it when I grow up. You know, I'm. I pay for the food. I bring my own drinks though, because they ain't finna gouge me that ten dollars for that little drink. You yeah. know, even though my kids they ask for some the Hogwarts. Uh, yeah. Well, that, I, I, I hate to I hate to inform you, Chris. If you if, like, I, Chris, I like popcorn. If you get a, a large popcorn, that's about uh, it's like a dollar versus a, of actual content, like less than a dollar. They charge you like ten bucks for that. So, oh, you're no, talking no, about no. the butter beer, Chris? Yeah, the butter beer. Oh, yeah, that's the, uh, that's the that's the gimmick the, there that the Universal, yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, the cream soda with the extra extra fuzz on top. Oh, that's, yeah. that stuff's delicious. Did your kids hit you up for one of those wands at the Harry Potter Land that cost? How much are those now? Uh, those are no, ridiculous. No, actually, no, my no. sister, and, my sister and them, they they're geeked out on Harry Potter. My kids, they want the Nintendo watches. We got the Nintendo watches, the bands. All right. So the play, are you are you, com- are you coming in here, Chris? Or are you uh, you just hanging out doing your thing? Well, well, I'm just hanging out. I might come in tomorrow night. We'll see how things go, you know, because today was just long. And, man, look here. Man. man. Dad, dad, dad life, Chris, having to walk. You, you, you left us for the dreaded day shift. Now you're wandering around random amusement parks. Look at you. Hey, look here. I tell you. And, I, and your weather in June? Are you serious? If you, people, if you don't know it, this is – I'm in L.A., okay? If you're from Texas – Right now, it's like probably 98, you know, 80 to 95 degrees in Houston, man. You guys, it's 65 degrees. Chris, it's called June gloom. That's what happens. Every June, it's like that in California and L.A. And then then come back in August and September to be 100 degrees, 115 degrees, and everything will be on fire. But see, remember, I was in there. I was there. You know, I, I was here in August. And it was it, yeah no in August is fine I'm just telling you in May and June it's May rain and June gloom that's how it works anyway I, I gotta go I, as uh-huh. much as I would love to talk about the weather and all I'll put you on hold you can talk to Coop if you want or whatever all right it is the Ben Maller show as we continue on so busting the legend not playing along Jimmy Butler many in the media have already they'd already written their columns. It's not Jimmy Butler's fault. He has a bad angle, and that's why Butler was unable to perform for Miami. All they needed was a Jimmy Butler quote. Well, Jimmy Butler did not give the assembled media that quote. In fact, after the Heat were eliminated, vaporized by the Nuggets, Butler actually ended up downplaying the ankle, saying, quote, my ankle is fine. That not the quote that the sports media was looking for. They wanted Jimmy Butler to talk about how his ankle was so bad. They might want to just chop it off and put a new ankle on there. That might've worked better. Uh, did not go down 
uh, that road. Also, Jimmy Butler said something else which upset some historians of basketball. What was it? We'll get to that. Time now for the Who Am I game. And here we go. Prior to Nikola Jokic being crowned the MVP of the finals, I am the only other finals MVP who was selected in the second round like Nikola Jokic. Again, uh, prior to Nikola Jokic winning the honors, I'm the only other finals MVP who was selected in the second round. Who am I? That's the question. The answer. We'll get to it, and we will do it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Ben Maller Show is a sports take invention lab by night. Enhance your listening experience. Chaperone Big Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And on Instagram, it's at Ben Maller on Fox. Put your stamp on our proprietary blend of unique features such as lame jokes and Ask Ben by contributing content. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We have the MLB pick, and we'll get to that coming up momentarily. Time now for the Who Am I game. And prior to Nikola Jokic taking home the honors, I'm the only other finals MVP who was selected in the second round. In the second round, that is the question. What is the answer? Who am I? Let's see. Does anyone know the answer? Anyone know the answer? Mr. Nice Guy's going with Jim Tomei. As his answer, Mayor Parker, the snow dog, says, who is Rocky the mascot? And we would like to alert all the affiliates that our celebrity listener, Mayor Parker, the snow dog and friend, will be at the Nuggets break. They should put Parker, the snow dog, on one of the floats. I'm surprised they aren't. They should. They should have Rocky and Parker, the snow dog. That's Denver sports royalty side by side. Although Mayor Parker should make as much money as Rocky, the mascot. Doesn't he make $600,000 a year? That's what I heard. Yeah. Man, not that great? Uh, how much does the mascot in Miami make that got <laughs> KO'd by Conor McGregor? Do we not, know? Not enough for that stunt. I wonder if he makes as much. I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's see here. Uh, the Eddie Garcia burner account says the answer is Shane from D's Nuts. All right, very nice. Ferg Dog says Moneyball Maller. Uh, the uh, answer uh, says, oh, wait, you were actually a first-round pick. Cowboy Killer says it has to be Miss Piggy, that that is the answer. Who else do we have? Boris Diaw, guest uh, by the late-night drug tester. I uh, can't read that on the air. Crockett and Tubbs from Just Josh in Cincinnati. Benito, the Cowboy fan, says it's the Las Vegas alien. Wes Unseld, guest by Dante. Honey Boo Boo from Donkey Sausage. Tony Kukoc, guest by the Sawman. Tropics legend Lou Redwood from Milkman Mike, who's feeling no pain in Colorado right now. Vladi Divots, tossed out by Calligan Tim. Jay Buner from Sheen of Des Moines. Scorpio Niners says Manu the Demon Blade. Ginobili is the answer. Andrew in Fremont, California, is going with Moses Malone. As his answer. Eddie, do you have an answer? It's not Yaz, guessed by Alf the Alien O'Piner. Was it uh, former Detroit Piston Chauncey Billups? Mr. Big Shot. Cha- is it Cha- no, it's not Chauncey Billups, Eddie. The correct answer 
Uh, this guy did it. I, I remember him as a Boston Celtic because he did this before when I was a little kid. But uh, Dennis Johnson with the Seattle Supersonics. Oh, DJ. In 1979. The difference, though, there was no Taco Bell commercial when he was picked in the second round because they, the draft wasn't even on TV when Dennis Johnson was selected in the second round. All right, let's get to it. Time now for the MLB Pick'em. And I think there's some funny business going on with the scoring. And I'm filing a formal protest, but Koopa Loop's really? going to be going uh, why first. Why is there any funny business going on? Well, I, I think uh, you picked Dane Dunning. Good job. It's a good pick. Good Th- pitcher. It was not Texas Rangers. Uh, and I picked Shohei Otani, who hit two home oh, runs. Who cares? Yeah, uh, you just enjoy it till he leaves. Go ahead, first pick. Hurry up. With my first pick, I'm going to go with Spencer Strider. That is a terrible first pick. Great first pick. A game that about everyone. A game man. I will be at. Tony Gonsolin and the Dodgers against the White Sox. Uh, that's an easy win for the Dodgers. Eddie, go ahead, Eddie. Uh, I will take Freddie Freeman of the Dodgers. Okay, Mark, back Johnny to back. Bench. Johnny Bench, good catcher. Uh, Who I else you got? Him on that baseball bunch show. Who else? One more. Uh, Let's see. Here. Paul Molitor. Paul Maul. Paul Molitor. Great. great manager. As good as Derek Jeter didn't play for the Yankees. Uh, Eddie, you're up, Eddie. Go ahead. Uh, I'll take Shohei Otani, the batter. Okay, I'm going to take J.D. Martinez. There's a theme here. He's been playing great for the Dodgers. He must be cheating. Go ahead there, Coop, the back-to-back. Oh, I want to turn my mic on. Yes, that's the uh, first thing they teach you. <laughs> Hurry. Hurry up! Ellie, De- Ellie De La Cruz and Bo Bichette. Okay, uh, I'll take uh, Corey Seager, Eddie. Alex Cobb. And the last pick, bringing up the rear, Mark. Ryan Sandberg. Oh, yeah, Rhino. Rhino. Come on, Hall of Famer, Cobb, the whole thing back. You're a White Sox fan, though. What are you picking a Cub for? It's a bad job by you. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.